instead of going into a group and saying like, hey, I need a VA, do you know anyone? Again, you're going to want to execute an actual hiring process. And honestly, if you're at the point where you're just kind of flailing and you need help, that might not be the best question for you to even be asking. Maybe you should be asking, hmm, I know I'm drowning and I'm doing too much and I don't have enough time. I know I need some help. What is actually the best hire for me to be making right now? Welcome to Begin As You Mean To Go On, the podcast for mission-driven service-based business owners who want to increase their income and their impact without burning out in the process. I'm your host, Karanda Adair, CEO of Carvel Digital. And in this episode, we're going to talk about asking better questions. Now, why is it important to ask better questions? Well, the quality of your question determines the quality of your answer, which determines the quality of your result. I see a lot of really subpar questions happening out there on the internet. So I want to help you level up from 101 questions to 301 questions so that you can get better and faster results. Before we get into it, if this is your first time listening, make sure you listen to this entire episode. And then if you have gotten value out of this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review. That is really going to help us as a new podcast, get the word out to folks and really validate us in the marketplace as a podcast that is worthwhile and worth listening to and can help you grow your business. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about questions, y'all. I see a lot of bad questions out there. And I'm going to start with my number one pet peeve question that I see in almost every Facebook group that I have ever been in. And it is this, does anyone know a free tool that does X? doesn't really matter what the tool is. It could be CRM. It could be uh, email marketing tool. Um, it could be a project management tool. The emphasis is on the free and not on the effectiveness of the tool. If you've listened to episode one, you know that we're all about results here and making sure that you're not just out here willy-nilly, like picking tools and doing things just because someone said you should do that, that you're doing things that are actually going to grow your business and give you the results that you want. So let's dig into this and see like, why does this happen so much? Why are people asking this question? And I see it most, of course, with newer business owners, but not exclusively, You know, folks who are very price sensitive, who are very conscious and overly focused on, you know, just the money going out, right? And not thinking about what are you getting on the back end? Because here's the thing. If you spend $10 and you earn $100, then it didn't really cost you anything to spend that $10, to invest that $10, right? Because you got the result you were looking for and you made a profit. So whether you're talking about an email tool, you know, almost every entrepreneur that I talk with who, you know, they're in the maybe first one or two years of their business. And I say, oh, what email marketing tool are you using? Oh, I'm using MailChimp. And not there's anything wrong with MailChimp if you just need to like send broadcast emails, right? But the primary reason that folks choose that is because it's free. And there's not really much consideration over, hey, what features does this tool have? Does this tool allow me to execute my strategy? Because mostly when you're picking that tool, you don't even have a strategy. So that's the first problem, right? The other, the other question that I see a lot is around, I'm going to put this in air quotes, hiring, right? Somebody will be looking for help and they'll say, hey, you know, do you know, I need a VA. Like, do you know somebody who's good? Can we just agree right now to stop 
using Facebook groups as our quote unquote hiring process. Okay. That is not a hiring process. That is shooting in the dark and hoping you get lucky, which is not likely to happen, honestly, (laughs) from what I've seen. Okay. So if you want to hire someone, you need a really good hiring process. If you want to get someone who's actually going to be good for your team and who's going to be effective at the job. And even then it's not foolproof, but at least you have a better shot than, you know, just stabbing in the dark and allowing groups of people who really don't understand you or your business just suggest people to you willy-nilly. So I want to give you some alternatives to these questions, some examples of how you could ask questions like these and do it a little bit better and get better quality answers for better results. So let's talk about the tool question. When you are looking for software for your business, I like to think of it as hiring software. And a lot of times, especially if you're newer in business, you will have the resources to hire software much, much sooner than you will have the resources to hire people. So if you look at this as a hiring process, then let's compare this to a hiring process for a person. You would have to write a job description. You would have to know, okay, these are the things that I want this person to do. And so by the same token, you want to know what are, what are the things that I need this tool to do? How does this fit into my strategy? Again, that goes back to you need to have a strategy. Now that's another episode, but if you don't know how to get a strategy, then you need to ask for help about that first, right? But let's let's just assume that you have a strategy and now you know the things that this tool needs to execute in order to carry out that strategy. Now you can go in and you can say, you can ask a results focused question and you can say, hey, here's the result that I'm trying to get. I need a tool that allows me to send broadcast messages, to execute automated email marketing, and to connect with or include a content relationship manager so I can store data about my contacts inside of custom fields. Do you know software that meets that criteria, right? Now you're giving more context. This is this is another thing I see often missing from the questions people ask is the context is missing. The other thing you might think about is what other tools are already in your stack? What do you need to connect with, right? So that's something that you might include in your question. Going to the internet and going to Facebook groups to ask these questions still probably isn't the best venue, right, to get the answer you want. But depending on the group, right, if it's a, it's a technology-focused group, that might be the best place. But can you see how giving that context and giving those requirements is going to get you a better answer that is more likely to meet your needs? Maybe you're just narrowing down to, you know, the top choices so that you can then research the, the best one or maybe try out the free trials, right? So that's going to get you closer. So let's look at the hiring example. Instead of going into a group and saying like, hey, I need a VA, do you know anyone? Again, you're going to want to execute an actual hiring process. And honestly, if you're at the point where you're just kind of flailing and you need help, that might not be the best question for you to even be asking. Maybe you should be asking, hmm, I know I'm drowning and I'm doing too much and I don't have enough time. I know I need some help. What is actually the best hire for me to be making right now, right? Taking a step back is always a good idea and getting closer to the root of your problem. So maybe you think you need to hire a VA, but maybe you actually, if you hired a personal assistant to take some things off your hands, you know, on the personal side, then you could be more focused at work, right? Taking that step back and asking like, who should my next hire be? And then the question after that might be, well, what is a hiring process that is likely to get me the best person for this role, right? And that hiring process is probably not going to involve randomly going into all the groups you are a part of and asking who has a VA, 
Okay. Um, and on that note, um, I just hired an operations manager and I knew that I did not have the time, the energy, or frankly, the skills. Like I could, I could do it, but I'm not the best person to go out and hire someone. And so I actually hired a hiring consultant who helped me find my operations manager. So shout out to um, Kimon Napier for helping me find my unicorn. And I will link to her in the show notes. If you do need to hire someone and you know that you don't have the skills to do that, or you just don't have the time to do that, highly recommend her. All right. Those are the examples for the the two questions that I see the most that are my pet peeves, right? Um, but I want to give you some more examples for this. And a really good one that I have from a few years ago is from my friend Brad, who's the CEO of GoWP. And GoWP is the company who handles all of our WordPress maintenance for our sites. He handles all the maintenance um, for our client sites. When I started working with this team, you know, between everyone on their team, they probably had 30 plus years of experience with WordPress, right? There's nothing really that they haven't seen because they're just in there all day, every day, dealing with, you know, things that go wrong on people's sites, dealing with support requests, adding features to people's site, making sure plugins work and are up to date, like they've seen all the stuff. And so a lot of people will go in with a service like that and they'll they'll make a request like, hey, can you put this plugin on my website? Okay. Yes, they can, right? But you're wasting all of the experience and expertise that is at your disposal that you're paying for. A better question would be to take a step back and say, like, what is it we're trying to achieve? And you see, I keep going back to what's the result, right? What's the result we're trying to achieve? So let's say you want to um, start holding events and you want people to be able to register on your website. So instead of going and, you know, looking for the first registration event plugin you see, Knowing that you have all this wisdom at your disposal, you could send a question like, hey, we want to start registering people for events on our website. This is the type of events. It's going to be recurring or it's going to be not recurring. What have you seen that works for this? Then you can get a list of recommendations from folks who have probably seen every event plugin worth looking at. They might even ask you some follow-up questions to help you really get something that's going to work for you, not just in the immediate term, but also in the long term. Hey, if you like today's episode, then you'll love hanging out with us in the Service CEOs Facebook group. It's a supportive group of ambitious service business owners. Your chance for business success goes up to 95% when you have a squad of supportive people who have similar goals and can encourage you and give you a gentle kick in the pants when you need it. Go to carveldigital.com CEO and answer the group questions to join. See you inside. I had a client come in and ask uh, about how to create a course right? She was looking for a course about how to create a course, basically. And that that was how she asked it. And so taking this concept, taking this framework into approach about questions, I basically reworded her question just to give an example of like, here's how we can raise the level of this question. Instead of, hey, what courses do you like that can teach you about how to create a course? I took what I knew about her and I just reworded it. And here's what I came up with. I coach women on subject matter. And I'm looking to create a course to help my clients achieve result and also to create a certain amount of recurring revenue per month in my business. I'm looking for a course on how to create my course. And I'm really more focused on either the technical aspects or the learning theory of how to create a good course or accessibility or all of those things. So I didn't know exactly what the context was, so I I made up some of those things. But hopefully you get the idea of how this could be a much richer question with more context that can actually get you a better answer. 
All right. I want to give you one more example, and that is an actual question. I thought this was a brilliant question. And this was a question that was posted in my service CEOs group, which uh, you're welcome to come and join us over there. We have a good time. I answer a lot of questions over there. And so this was posted recently in the group, and I thought it was a really great question. And we're going to dig into why. Hi, friends. I'm currently deciding between two tools, and I want to integrate into my business. And I'm wondering if there's any feedback on which way I should go. I have a vision of having my community take a 2% pledge where they'll publicly promise to shift at least 2% giving into at least a 2% giving company within the next 12 months. This is something I teach how to do using Profit First inside of my courses and programs, and I'm a firm believer that if we all did just 2% good, this world would be a much different place. My vision is to have a type form or Airtable form that tracks their commitment so I can celebrate them, follow up with them, but also offer an easy way for them to anonymously share how much their company has given throughout the year. This is when that 2% really adds up and I cannot wait to see what we've contributed together every 12 months. Tech-wise, I need to be able to collect data, but also have them be sent a graphic or PDF version of the pledge in case they want to share it on social channels for added accountability or being more explicit with where their money is going in alignment with their values. I also need something that can automatically start an email automation in ActiveCampaign. I'm open to using a Zap if there isn't a straight integration. I currently use Airtable's free version, but love the design flexibility of Typeform, but Typeform literally just does forms. What tools would you recommend that do all the things? Y'all, this question is so good. It's so detailed. There's so much context. I, I mean... I'm not sure I can really improve on it. Now, the only the only thing I would say about this question is about the venue because another important thing about questions is you want to be asking the right people to get the answers that you need. My group is somewhat about technology and somewhat about marketing, so it's a fine venue, but this question is also it's pretty detailed and it probably requires a little bit of research. So one person did chime in about this question. I don't actually use Typeform, so I couldn't give an opinion on that. But a question like this might actually require you to just pay a consultant or pay a specialist to either give you the recommendation based on you know their knowledge of having used all these tools or do a little research and come back to you with the options. That is the only critique that I would make of this question is that you might not get the answer you're looking for just because of the venue, you know, but if it was something that was a little easier and that more people might kind of know off the top of their head just because they have experience that you don't have, then you might have a better chance of getting an answer inside the group. But I really love that. And it's probably the best question I've ever seen asked in a group setting. <laughs> so I wanted to share that with you. All right. So the things that I want you to take away from this is one, stop being lazy with your questions, right? Because when we just when we just want an answer and we're just like, oh, I'm just going to go and I'm just going to post in the group and I'm just going to see what happens, right? Um, garbage in, garbage out. The, the ways that I'm teaching you to ask questions in this podcast require you to think, requires you to figure out the context. It requires you to make some decisions, might even require a little bit of research, right? But you're going to get so much better answers and you're going to get so much better results from doing that. You're listening to this podcast. It's called Begin As You Mean To Go On. So, you know, you shouldn't be surprised <laughs> is all I'm saying. So stop being lazy with your questions. The things that all of these questions have in common, the good questions have in common is focusing on not just kind of a one-off question, but what is the result that you actually want to achieve? Just take some time to think about that and 
figure out if you need to reframe your question based on the answer to like, what is the actual result? And actually including that in the text of your question, right? Not just saying, oh, I need a tool, right? But I need a tool because I'm trying to accomplish X. And then the second thing to think about is who is the best person to ask this question? And it might be that this isn't a question that should be answered for free, right? If we had had someone to ask, to consult with about how to hire a landscaping company, maybe we could have gotten our yard done correctly the first time instead of spending thousands of dollars and then having someone wreck our yard and ghost us. So sometimes paying a little bit upfront for someone's knowledge and experience can save you a whole lot of time and effort and money and heartache on the back end. So really thinking about who's the best person to ask this question and being willing to, you know, put a little money behind that if if needed, if you really need someone's expertise about the question. Okay. So I want to, if you are a listener of this podcast, I want to start seeing better questions. Uh, you know, if we're in groups together, I hope this helps you level up your questions. I hope this helps you level up the answers that you get to your questions. And I hope it helps you get to the result you're after more quickly. All right, so now is the time to leave your five-star rating and review. If you have found this episode valuable, go ahead and leave that five-star rating and review right now. And who needs to hear this? Are you thinking about somebody right now who could really use this information? Someone that you see going into groups all the time, trying to get complex questions answered for free by strangers? I want you to go ahead and take this episode link and send it to them right now so they can do better and they will thank you for it. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Until then, begin as you mean to go on.